Welcome back to MVPs. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Paranormal Podcast. Where we talk about, well, everything the paranormal encompasses. So you ready? Let's fucking do this. Yeah, that's that's probably the right button. You know what? I I, I don't need this from you right now. Well, I was just saying. about for me. I can do it. I mean, I don't I don't need it from you either. Okay. All right, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of our podcast. You know the spiel. I'm Mel. I'm joined with Paul and Evan, and we're still talking about random stuff. And today, Evan's got something for us. So, what you got? Well, they we're going to talk about a creature. So this creature stalks the winter one woodlands and uh, is plagued with an insatiable hunger for human flesh. He forever craves it. Meat is all he thinks about. He is a true corruption of the soul, and he's forever starving. This is the legend of the Wendigo. I knew it! The fuck is yes. a Wendigo? So a Wendigo is... Uh, so this is based on Native American legends. Yes. In particular, the... I'm not, I don't want to fuck this up. The Algonquian language group. That sounds right. No, that's yeah. right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, you know, up in the northern U.S., Canada, the Great Lakes region up there in that area is where this legend comes from. Um, and so the Wendigo is said to be a malevolent, cannibalistic, supernatural being that's strongly associated with winter north, coldness, famine, and starvation. Is also really associated with cannibalism. So it's a it's a pretty crazy story. Um, there's several different variations of the story depending on which tribe you talk to about it. Uh-huh. But they all have a general theme going on with it. Um and this legend, you know, predates the Europeans' arrival in North America. It was actually first documented, like written down by some uh in like the 1600s. Mm-hmm. what's it they look be- like depends on who you talk to but most of the uh, tribes believe it's, it's like a spindly creature so is it like a demon or like a like a monster yeah kind of like a both <laughs> it was just big and it was scary and it was white it depends on which one you talk to <laughs> you know. racial so in this book oh, that this guy write, wrote, this guy named Basil Johnston, he wrote this book about uh, and mentioned the Wendigo in it. But he, this is how he describes it. He says, and I quote, the Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation, its desiccated skin pulled tautly over its bones, with its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion, the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disintered from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody. Its body was unclean and suffering from separations of the flesh, giving off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition, of death and corruption. Wow. That's fucking terrifying. Fuck yeah, it is. (laughs) Stuff a nightmare. Jeez. So the legend goes that this creature um, was once a human being. 
And there's not just one of them, there's multiples of them. Anybody is susceptible to becoming a Wendigo. And one of the easy, one of the most notable ways of a human being being transformed into a Wendigo is from the eating of human flesh. If a human, you know, if a person goes, gets so hungry that they eat human flesh, they can become a Wendigo. Like those people that crashed in the mountains on the airplane. On a live Mm. that movie alive back in the day yes. with the soccer team oh man i instantly thought of the white walkers from game of thrones yeah kind of like that but like in like a werewolf style almost but not a right. wolf you know, not looking like a wolf like a humanoid so if like... someone ate human flesh they would mm. turn into a wendigo yeah, that's what the that's what the, how the legend goes allegedly. But also, it has it's also been said that it's a, can be a spirit that can possess people. Oh, Ooh. and once it infiltrates their minds, they can turn them into Wendigos and instilling upon them that same lust for human flesh. Good God, that's almost this like is, Native American zombie. Yeah, this is terrifying. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. <laughs> it gets way worse. It's, How can this terrifying. get worse? Um, trust me, you'll okay. see. Okay. More so than one. They, they say that it has big, sharp, large claws, dagger-like teeth, no lips at all. Like the lips have been ripped off of its face, so it's just its jaws and teeth that you see. Um, some <laughs> stories say that it's fucking ten to fifteen feet tall. Jesus. Jeez. And it can run across the treetops. It can move extremely fast. Um, and it's always followed by the odor of death and decay. Yeah. There's like no escape. No, I mean honestly, there's no escape. How do you how do you go back to being a normal person once you turn into a Wendigo? Is that it? I don't. I think in in like in some some of the stories, I believe the people that are actually transformed into the Wendigo completely are uh, you know permanently like that. But I think it the is. ones that have been possessed by it. Like the, the spirit of the Wendigo are just, you know, made to feast on human flesh. And they can, yeah. I guess maybe they can be unpossessed. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I mean, I know they eat meat, but maybe if they found a vegetable and ate that instead. Brush their teeth. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be a yuck mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's huge. Kind of like the Kandahar giant, huge, right? But it's yeah. emaciated. So it looks like it's constantly starving. Like its skin is like, you know, sucked into its bones because it's constantly is starving. It has this perpetually hungry flesh yeah. that it can't ever, you know, satiate. satiate. Yeah. So then, so it then what does what? It kills? Yeah. It hunts people, kills them, eats them. But you'll never get a kiss from Wendigo. I don't know what I that was supposed to mean. <laughs> he ain't got no lips. <laughs> he ain't got no lips. <laughs> but the, the common theme between all of the different communities and the different tribes that shared this Wendigo myth is that back in the day, you know, they all suffered from long, harsh winters and famine over the winter. So uh -huh. it's believed that, you know, when they would go through these long periods of famine and starvation, there would be some that would turn to cannibalism to, you know, to save their own lives. Mm -hmm. And because of that, that's, they would turn into a Wendigo. Not saying the Wendigos were actually real, but I mean, is this just a fairy tale or was there like actually 
documentation or stories passed down somewhere of people who thought they were Wendigos or people who thought they saw them? Yeah, there was actually quite a few um, different cases that that, that have been Shot mentioned uh, sightings, and also several cases of where of people claiming they had, were possessed by Wendigos. Shut the front door. No. So this isn't something where people just made up a story, kind of like you know, let's just make up a story about the Tooth Fairy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't say that for sure that this wasn't just a, you know, a a myth or a tale made up to uh, help keep people in line, because it does kind of teach a few lessons about don't eat and, and, you know, don't eat fucking people. people. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm saying that there there are people who claim to have seen it. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, a really good documented case from 1878 when a, uh, a Cree from the Cree tribe, a hunter, mm-hmm. his name was like Swift Runner or something like that. But uh, he claimed to have been possessed by the Wendigo when him and his family were starving and he actually killed the rest of his family and ate them all. <gasps> what? Yeah, it's fucking wild. He killed his own family? Yeah, killed them all. I think his son had died of starvation, you know, while they were out, they were living up in this through the winter. And then their supplies ran out and everything. And he uh, he killed the remainder of his family and ate them. He claimed he was possessed by the Wendigo. And then he was executed <laughs> by authorities at Fort Saskatchewan. Well, that was a losing hand. Yeah. Oh, Paul. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. That's awful. <laughs> so this is native tribes in America or it's also First Nation in Canada? Yes, both. Okay. So both countries. What the fudge? Yeah, it's all in that whole region up there. Wow. There was another uh, another case uh, in the late 1800s through the 1920s that uh, this a chief, a chief of one of the tribes and his, uh, and he was a medicine man up there, but he, he killed a bunch of people <gasps> and claimed it was because of the Wendigos. What do you mean? They like, they possessed him. Yeah. If he was a medicine man, why couldn't he do some medicine stuff to kill the Wendigos? I don't know, man. Man, his shamanism sucks. <laughs> it's some wild shit. Do people still claim to see the Wendigo? I don't know. You know, I haven't found any uh, information about it from like no, research not, stuff. If not, where'd he go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm doing my best to like reduce my swearing, but that one deserved a no fuck. <laughs> I feel like you've been holding that one in your pocket since the beginning. I have actually. Yeah. Well, then how like, hey, about. What about missionaries, like the white man missionaries? Because, you know, they were constantly trying to convert native tribes. Did they ever see any or or were they subject to turning into a Wendigo or is it just like a native thing? I don't know, man. I don't know how that works when you cross over cultures and religions and things. But what is really interesting is that like up until like even in the 1920s and 30s, there was a psychiatric disorder called Wendigo psychosis. Shut up. You're yeah, lying. Man. Are I you swear. lying? Look it up. Look it up. Wendigo psychosis. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. 
and it was a disorder that drove people to cannibalism you're not even lying it's in the dictionary it's in the apa dictionary of psychology (laughs) holy shit a severe culture-bound syndrome occurring among northern algonquin indians living in canada and the northeastern u.s characterized by delusions of becoming possessed by a flesh-eating monster manifested in symptoms including depression violence compulsive desire for human flesh actual cannibalism and it's known by numerous variant names and spellings including widigo this is a real thing yeah did you think i was bringing some bullshit to the table come on come on i know what was i thinking i should be flogged i'm gonna punch you in the ovary that's what i'm gonna do (laughs) straight shot right to the baby maker it's actually considered a a mental disorder yeah they're possessed by the wendigo and they just start eating human beings Mm. all this needs is a little soy sauce So here's some symptoms. So listeners, if any of these symptoms <laughs> present to you, <laughs> you, you might want to seek some help. Delusions of being possessed by a malevolent force, hallucinations, agitation and restlessness, anxiety, paranoia, insomnia, intense cravings for human flesh. Well, I got a lot of those except for the cravings for human flesh or the possession of malevolent forces. I mean, that I'm aware of. Okay. So does it count if like, you know, people get cremated and a lot of times those remains ends up in various bodies of water that recirculate, you know, recirculate back into, uh, you know, cities, water supplies and stuff. So is that roundabout kind of the same thing? I think you're looking too much into this. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it, it, like it even goes so far <laughs> as to say Wendigos are described as having long limbs, long, sharp claws, teeth, eyes sunken, glowing red, all that stuff that you said. But yeah. they're also said to have a long tongue that they use to lick their victim's flesh and they Ooh. can shape shift into other animal and human forms. What? what? Yeah, man, this is this is where it gets really. Remember when I told you it got worse? Yes. This is the part where it gets worse. So they can not only shapeshift and look like other humans and other animals, but they also have the ability to mimic human voices to lure people and draw them away from their 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 tribe. Yeah, but what if your name starts with a P and they ain't got no lips? I mean, then I mean, I don't know. Magic. Listen, listen. <laughs> Straight there's nightmare like, fuel. Yes, there's there's like scary ghost stories that you you know you tell kids around a campfire and shit like that this is a whole nother level this is not one i wouldn't dare talk about this around a campfire in the middle of the woods no i would shit myself i would never sleep again i would never want to go camping hell no i mean especially (laughs) since you know i'm 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 native i'm fucked (laughs) super fucked definitely be eating your buddies by the end of the night it's it's one of the more terrifying monsters out there i'm seeing on here um older more powerful wendigo are more likely to display more advanced versions of abilities such as they possess the ability to read minds what there's no escape how would you kill it i did read somewhere that uh, there was also talks in in from one of the different tribes that said that uh 
as the Wendigo feeds, it gets larger, you know, so the more it feeds, it gets bigger and bigger. Huh. Oh my but God. It still looks gangly. Yeah. And they have super That's speed. Just weird. Super speed. They're super fast. I wonder if a Wendigo bit you, would you survive or would you like, <clears throat> excuse me, like turn kind of I mean, like zombies or know. maybe they don't, they don't even give you that option. I don't, I don't think it's like a werewolf scenario where they bite yeah. you and you, be, you know, now you're a lichen or whatever. Oh, so they're not like infectious or nothing. Oh no. I think so. Not like that. I never read anything like that. I think they just find people and kill them. And they and just them. kill them and eat them. Yeah. I mean, the chances of getting away with just a bite are pretty fucking slim. <laughs> From something that, like that. Fuck yeah. Is, did you come across anything? Like, how did natives, like, protect themselves from the Wendigo? I didn't hear about anything being There's protected. no protection? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I didn't. There how is there no protection? I don't know, man. <laughs> Somebody did say I'm that frightened. the only way to kill it, to, like, truly kill it, was with fire. Hmm. Oh, my God. Then you're going to start a forest fire. Only you can prevent forest fires. So even if you you know shoot the living shit out of it, there's no killing it because it's immortal. So if you're gonna kill it and it can read your mind, you've got to have some kind of plan that you don't know about right? that friends gonna have to execute for you, without letting you know what's gonna happen. Oh my god! In the hopes that in the so hopes that the Wendigo doesn't read his mind. Yeah, it's fucked up. Nobody gets away from the Wendigo. At least with like the White Walkers, you know they could get it with the what the Targaryen steel. Or something like that with zombies, you know. <laughs> Shoot them in the head. Shoot them in the head with yeah, werewolves. Never... It's a, a silver bullet. Yeah. How does a shot in the head kill a zombie? I've never understood the science. Yeah, he's already brain dead. I don't know. Get it? That's yeah, exactly. It scrambles it all up, so it maybe it's connect. disconnection of the brain yeah, from it's, the it's spinal all cord. Holy shit balls! Last year there was a movie released called The Wendigo. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There is a, there's the Wendigo's been quite a in the in pop culture quite a bit lately. Really? Yeah, you know that pop movie, culture. Wendigo. Here's the thing: when you start seeing a lot about something, this is just purely speculative on my part. I always think someone leaks some information. For example, when Deep Impact and Armageddon and all that stuff came out. Yeah. Everybody was like, this is so far-fetched. And then you come to find out there's a big giant meteor coming our way. Okay, yeah. we're yep. all going to die. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, remember there was the volcano stuff that came out. And then, oh, well, yeah, guess what? There's a super volcano underneath Yellowstone. Going to blow any day. Surprise. Sweet. Well. Kill us all. Yeah. And then all of a sudden UFO stuff comes out. Yep. And then, oh, well, Tic Tacs. Here we go. It's Facebook. I knew it. That's the Social answer. media is the devil. A few keywords and Facebook starts putting the ads out there targeting it. Well, somebody knows something because now if all this, if the Wendigo is starting to come up in pop culture, somebody knows something. <laughs> I mean, it's been in a couple different books over the years. Um, I used to read about it in comic books and shit like that when I was a kid. Yeah, there's, it's, uh, there's mention of it in a couple Marvel comics, actually. Yeah. The very first um, appearance of Wolverine and Hulk 180. Yep, the last and, panel Hulk and Wolverine. Yep, I was going to say that. Yeah, it's been in uh, the show uh, Supernatural. 
Never seen one episode. Oh, you're fucking up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, catch that when you got that one. <laughs> There's no way to make this not so awful. You know? <laughs> right. I know. It's a terrifying thing. Remember, if there's people that always turn up missing in those national <gasps> parks, maybe that's... Oh, my God. They've been eaten by the Wendigos. Oh, that could be it. We solved the case, people. We knew that's it. it. That's it. It's over. It was Robert Stack. We solved this mystery. You ever heard of the author of Algernon Blackwood? He wrote a bunch of like horror yeah. stories and stuff like that back in the day. Yeah. So he has a book called The Wendigo that came out in 1910. 1910, so all the way back. They got libraries where you're at, don't they? (laughs) You know, (laughs) if you if you didn't have like stage four cancer, (laughs) (laughs) like that stopped anybody here. Come on, (laughs) man. (laughs) That's for all those cracks you've been giving me before the show. (laughs) Man, you know, I wonder how he came across the the tale. I'm not sure. I didn't. I couldn't find any information. They have tails. Anyways, <laughs> the the, uh, the book's pretty interesting. Uh, I wouldn't want to read it. It's this is this is how nightmares start. Yeah, man, this is a good one because now it's got me thinking. Like, how would you even how how would you destroy it if a medicine man if a shaman would fell victim to the Wendigo? I don't know if he fell victim to it, but I know he killed a couple people, like allegedly trying to protect them from becoming Wendigos. Or something oh, like so he was a Wendigo killer. Something oh. like he claimed to be the Maybe Wendigo hunter. The, yeah, you know you're a good tracker when you can find Wendigo lips. You know you're on the right trail. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine what natives oh. were? How they felt back in the day? Native culture is primarily a spoken culture. Yeah. So as this is getting, I mean, they would have been terror struck. They'd rather starve than be, or they're going to fall victim to this. They're going to become Wendigos or as they're traveling and as they're migrating, there's, they're not safe. I think it helped a lot. Like back in the, in those times to, uh, for when they were living through those harsh winters and famine for the different communities to like share food with each other so that nobody fell victim to this. That would, and that would build on the tribe mentality, you know, absolutely. And it builds on the, on the culture because otherwise all of them could be victims. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we don't all, you know, if, yeah, get along and share what we have. Which then... would actually serve as a a good motive to create this tale. Fuck yeah, it would. You know, there's there's tales where they they have some sort of moral, some sort of lesson in it. And I guess maybe that's what the lesson was for this. Share your shit or you're gonna die by the windigo. Don't eat other people. People are not. There's also that. Yeah. But I mean, let's let's go down this path since we're already on this dark path. If you were absolutely starving. Yes. Okay. (laughs) See, I would too. I would too. You wanted finger food? I mean, between me dying or, you know, taking a bite out of my buddy's leg. 
or, mm. you know, taking a big chunk out of your thigh, Paul, you don't need uh, to, I'm going to eat well, you. Well, hold on. I'm not going to like eat him like while he's alive or kill no, him to no. eat him. But if he was really? already laying there, you dead, wouldn't, you, know? you wouldn't, if you, let's say your family, your family is absolutely starving and Paul's the weak one. Okay. Oh, and then you remembered Paul had cancer. Would you still eat him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there's a real pause there. <laughs> I don't know. This is a disturbing thought. Let's not go down this way anymore. It's a fucked up conversation. Okay. I mean, but okay. So let's say say I this. wouldn't kill somebody just in, in thought like, hey, I'm going to kill you just to eat you. Right. Like right. I have to have a good reason. Yeah. To kill you, you all have to be like on the verge of death. It's like in a lot. Okay. The plane crash, like in a live, you know, the <laughs> soccer team, they crash yeah. at the top of the mountain. People are already dead. I mean, if they're already yeah. dead, that's they're just protein dead. laying there, man. Right? Just, dead on a lie. I'm not going to starve just because, you know, it, you it know, looks bad. But would that make you a Wendigo? I'd say so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It qualifies. It, it fits the criteria, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, wait a minute. They no, they weren't a soccer team. They were a, they were a rugby team. Rugby. Oh, yeah, a shit. South American rugby team. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. That yeah. makes more sense. That makes more sense. They were tough. They were, they were, you know, they weren't little pansies. <laughs> we're not there. Southern, Southern food. They didn't like fake being hurt. You know, they were really like dead. <laughs> they were like really hurt, you know, frozen Bro, human dinners. Dead. But some of them did come back. They were, some of them were saved. So that was a true story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no shit. All right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, so they weren't Wendigos. I mean, I'm not going to say that everybody who eats human flesh is a, turns into a Wendigo. I don't think that's what I think saying. we should pass that around that they do. Yeah, because we yeah. don't need any more Jeffrey Dahmers. You yeah, know? What, if you, what if you eat your fingernails, you know? Then that's you're just, just disgusting. Yeah, that's foul. Have you ever seen videos of what is actually underneath a human's fingernails? <laughs> <laughs> you got an itchy ass I bet I know <laughs> <laughs> all right well now that I'm now that I'm my cage has been rattled thank you Evan you're welcome yeah you're a dick <laughs> so folks <laughs> if you're gonna take away anything from this don't eat people it's that simple Yeah, that's right finger food but not the finger food you think of yeah, finger food without the fingers. That's correct. And on that note, sleep well and prosper. And go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that, Paul? <laughs> <laughs>